after a few months, I, I kind of felt like God revealed to me that if I died now, like there are a few people like my family that it would bother forever, but a lot of people um, would just like talk about it on Facebook for like a week or something, and then their life would go on. That we were uh, we were basically sort of window shopping in each other's life, and that seems negative and it seems uh, morbid or something, but it was a really positive moment for where I was at that time because it showed me how much importance I had been putting on those people that like. Their problems don't keep me up. My problems don't keep them up. And so it put the, it sort of was God's way of saying, what I'm doing here has nothing, like it will go on if you die. It'll go on if you live. So if you do live, you can be a part of what is happening either way. Yeah. And so it it allowed me to be a small part of a big world rather than to be 100% of a really small world. And so... um Anyway, this is one more thing that I was uh, thinking about the other day, that there's this weird relationship between depression and uh, and sort of self-obsession that what happens is, or what happened for me was, you go through something kind of tragic, and then everyone in your life doesn't react the way you want them to. They don't act, they don't, they just act normal, and they act like you're normal. So your brain tells you, okay, well, whatever you went through must not matter, because if it did, people would be treating you differently. They'd be treating you like it mattered. And since they aren't, it must be fine, whatever that was. And so for me, um, it, I was just really heartbroken. For some people, they go through sexual abuse. They go through all kind of tragic things. Yeah. And so maybe you have something tragic happen to you, and then everyone else that doesn't really know about it, or even some people that do, they just act kind of normal. And so your brain, part of your brain tells you, it must not matter. I got to just push it down. And so... What we do is, um, what I did was, I focused on my pain because, and I lived in this like emotion, very visceral emotional state because it was my way of convincing myself that it did matter, that it did happen, and that I wasn't crazy for being hurt by it. I had to like convince myself that it was okay that I felt the way I did because no one else was bothered by it. And so um, it had this like, Living in this like visceral pain of the heartbreak had this upside to it. It had a certain quality that relieved me of this fear that it would just drift away and no one would t- notice it. And so, anyway, so what happens then is you start to breathe, you start to have this positive relationship with a negative mental state. So I was in a really painful negative mental rut but had a little bit of positive um, emotion associated with it. It became a miserable comfort zone, basically. (laughs) And so it was like a friend, you know? And then, um, anyway, so I think it's it's important for me to know, like, why we get into those places so that we can get out of them. And so, um, yeah, I think it's really part of why I do this podcast, one of the biggest reasons is to take people that have been through something heavy that just have an unresolved moral tragedy. Something tragic, morally tragic happened to them, and it is unresolved. Maybe it happened 20 years ago, or it doesn't matter when it happened, but it's just unresolved, so it lives on in the background of your head. And so one of the things we do, I want to do with this podcast is to bring it to the forefront and to um, like sort of, um, rather than going around it to go through it, and to talk about the emotional experience that it would be to go through it and to 
allow yourself to like grieve and um and the reason you grieve is so that you can give the pain a beginning middle and end if you don't do that if you do push it down and ignore it it will always come up every once in a while in the background you'll never really get rid of it i think there's a thing in judaism where if someone dies they um they mourn for 7 days and they have all these rituals and stuff yeah. and they wear a certain color and i don't know what they do really but they do something, and it's very specific, and they literally mourn. I don't think they work or anything. They, like, sit a certain way or something, and they mourn for seven days as, like, a communal thing. And um, I think that's sort of a archetype or a sort of picture of the healthy way to live, that when you have gone through something really heavy, you need to go through the emotions of it um, so that when it's over, it's really over, and you're, you don't ever have to go back to it again. You don't ever have to live by the rule set that that you did back then 